see a show of hands. How many of you have unfriended someone on Facebook because they said something offensive? A time when my boss, who was Sheryl Sandberg, criticized me. Stressful conversations are unavoidable in life. Just, uh, I don't know, just tell them something came up and I'll come back tonight and check on them. Actually, his family's all here expecting to take him home. I told him you were just down the hall. Please, it'll only take a minute. You told him what? I assumed it would be okay. I thought you'd be right in. Oh, you Get thought? Ready. And where did you learn to think? Certainly not some two-year rinky-dink. Hey, it's Matt. And you're listening to the Math Foss Mashup. Hey there, and thanks for joining me for today's episode of the Math Faust Mashup. I'm so thankful and deeply humbled that you've chosen to spend this time with me today as we talk about phrases that can help in tough conversations. Let's jump right into it. It's not always the right motive or the right ideas that are needed. Sometimes it's simply the right words spoken at the right time. Leadership is about understanding the other point of view and speaking the right words to move the other point of view toward a goal. The wrong words can lead to unintended outcomes. Worse, they can turn a difficult conversation into a difficult relationship. So let's jump into these helpful phrases. They're laid out in three categories. The first set of phrases are going to help you build trust during a tough conversation. The second set of phrases are all about affirmation. And these aren't just simply praise phrases. The third and final set of phrases are about questioning, and they'll help you lead a tough conversation with questions. These first two phrases are designed to help you build trust in difficult conversations. The first one is, let's be completely transparent. You can use this phrase at the beginning of a difficult conversation, or if you feel like a conversation has gotten muddied and over politeness or vague generalities where someone just isn't speaking clearly, let's be completely transparent. The second phrase can help you build trust by expressing your own self-awareness. It goes like this. I feel nervous bringing this up, and you may too. But I think we can get stronger if we talk about this. This is a great phrase, especially if you're in a team setting and there's an elephant in the room that you need to address. Instead of just bluntly addressing it, open up with the phrase that says, I feel nervous bringing this up, and you may too. Not only does it build trust, it's also a great way to lead with empathy. 
So we all know affirmations are important, and we generally think about affirmations in the classroom, affirming students, affirming teachers for the good things they do. And when you're put on the spot in a tough conversation, it's easy to forget that affirmations are powerful tools to show how you value your people. So what phrases can we use in a tough conversation to affirm somebody? We'll talk about that right after this quick break. We all know it's important to affirm your people, but that goes further than just simply telling them good job or handing out a jeans pass this week. Affirmations need to show up in authentic ways during day-to-day conversation. So here are three phrases that can allow you to affirm someone in a tough conversation. The first one, let's try it your way. This completely concedes the other person's points of view. It accepts the point of view and you totally go with their line of thinking. Obviously, it's not going to be used in every scenario, but let's try it your way. It's a great phrase to allow the person to control the conversation. It'll alleviate anxiety and anger that may be present and communicates that you fully support this person. The second affirmation phrase to use in a tough conversation goes like this. I'm glad you shared your observations. Allow me to have some time to reflect on this. This affirms that you've listened to the venting, to the frustration, maybe to the the nervousness or just displeasure of the person that you're speaking with. You've listened and that you value them so much that you want to think about what they had to say. Just because you have a conversation or someone asks or says a tough statement, you never owe anyone an immediate response. Now, if you use this phrase too much, you'll come across as undecisive, but judiciously used, it's a great way to communicate value. And the third affirmation phrase to use in a tough conversation goes like this. I don't have a response right now. Let's meet again in two days and brainstorm a solution. This is a great phrase because like the previous one, it shows that I value enough to think about what you said. But more importantly, it commits to two days from now, we're going to follow up. And not just a follow-up to rehash the same tough conversation, but a follow-up with the clear objective that together we are going to brainstorm a solution. Two days are usually enough time for you to gather your thoughts and for the other person to de-escalate any emotions that may be keeping them from thinking clearly or objectively. So I've shared a few phrases to help with building trust and with communicating 
affirmations. This last set of questions are going to help you and probably be the most powerful tool to control a tough conversation. And the unique thing is they control it by letting go of control. I know, sounds strange. So let's jump into it. And these final four phrases that can help in tough conversations actually allow you to put the question back into the other person's hands. Because we know that conversations are a lot like playing catch. You toss a ball back and forth. The only way you toss the ball is with a question. And the person who asks the questions is in control of the conversation. Don't forget that little detail. It puts the burden off of you and allows you to listen more and to respond less. Here's the first phrase that allows you to question. Let me turn the question around and ask you. When someone asks you a question that either you don't have the answer for, or you'd rather them have the answer, you'd rather empower them to think of the answer, use that phrase. Let me turn the question around and ask you. The second phrase, can I share a personal experience? This can slow a conversation down. It can de-escalate a rapid-paced conversation by, first of all, giving them the power. You are asking their permission. Very rarely will someone say no. And when they permit you to share a personal experience, now you're able to make a human connection. If you don't ask first and you jump straight into the personal experience, you deny them the power. And it's almost as if you are trying to put your ego out there as if your experience is more important than theirs. So the question, can I share a personal experience, is a great way to slow that conversation down. Two more phrases. Here we go. How does that make you feel? Why do you think that is? This is a very common question that we use with our friends, our family when we're talking. But in a professional setting, when the conversation gets tough and someone is venting or expressing a frustration, it's okay to, again, slow the conversation down by asking them to dig deeper into their emotions. Because sometimes we know that it's emotions that can cloud our judgment and objectivity. And the last question, can you elaborate on this and give me a little more context? So it's not just elaboration, but it's providing me with more context, maybe more context about the scenario that the person is bringing to you or more context about the decision and how it impacted them and why they're upset about it. These four questions are a great place to start in thinking about the conversation as playing catch and taking control of a tough conversation by tossing the ball more than you hold on to it. Thanks again for listening to today's episode of the Matt Faust Mashup. I deeply hope that it was helpful and insightful in some way. If you enjoyed this episode, you can get the show notes and research 
from the daily blog at mafost.com and find the appropriate link for the podcast. As always, I only ask one thing. Please pass it along. Now let's go out there and make an impact.